Good morning, and thank you for listening to the Walking by Faith podcast with Rev. Mark Hawks of Crossroads Ministries. Listeners may follow Crossroads Ministries on social media and visit our website, crossroadsministries.webador.com, for our monthly devotionals, platforms, and more. This is the Welcome to Faith Podcast, and this is Mark Hoss. I want to thank you once again for being here with me again today. I want to continue in the 21st chapter of the book of Acts. The Apostle Paul is making his way back to Jerusalem. He's finished his third missionary journey. And it says in verse 4, And finding the disciples, we tarried there seven days, who said to Paul through the Spirit that he should not go up to Jerusalem. And in verse 8, it says that the Apostle Paul goes into Caesarea and we entered into the house of Philip the Evangelist and he stays with him for a few days. And in verse 10, and as we tarried there many days, there came down from Judea a certain prophet named Agabus. And when he was come unto us, he took Paul's girdle, he took his belt, and bound his hands and his feet, and said, Thus saith the Holy Ghost, So shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man that owns this belt, this girdle, and shall deliver him into the hand of the Gentiles. So let's have a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you once again, Lord, for the opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. We pray, Lord, that you bless me, help me, Lord, to enable me to break the bread of life. And Lord, touch those that hear it today. We ask it in Christ's name. Amen. So I want to touch on just one or two things here. The Apostle Paul, the question arises, is he in the will of God? by wanting to go to Jerusalem. These people are trying to persuade him because they love him. Not because that they not because they're trying to hinder him, but because they care for him and his safety. And the question arises, is he in the will of God or is he out of the will of God? Well, I think he is in the will of God. So, after this man, Agabus, says these things to him, he says in verse 13, What mean you to weep and to break my heart? In other words, he's saying, what are you trying to do, (laughs) break my heart? They're doing this because they love him. They're doing this because they fear for his safety. The Apostle Paul was no stranger to danger. He has been stoned and assaulted and chased by the multitudes and threatened by the Jews. And any, and as a matter of fact, one time in the 14th chapter of the book of Acts, I think they actually killed him. It says here in Acts chapter 14, verse 19, Then the Jews from Antioch and Iconium came there, having persuaded the multitudes. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing him to be dead. Well, I, and the Bible says that disciples stood around about him, and he was healed, and he was up and running the very next day. Didn't even slow him down a bit. I don't know if he, I, I supposing him to be dead. You think they left him there half dead? I don't think so. One thing they were good at was killing. And I don't think, I don't think he was half dead. I think he was dead. But the Lord wasn't through with him. The Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 8, verse 18, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. That's how the Apostle Paul seen everything. He's seen everything through the lens of the glory of God to, the fur- to further the gospel. And Paul answered in verse 13. He said, Don't you know that I'm ready to be bound, not only to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus, for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's not an idle statement. He said, For me to live is Christ, and to die is the gain. And in verse 14, it says, And when he would not be persuaded, they couldn't persuade him not to go to Jerusalem. We see, saying, The will of the Lord be done. 
Now let me tell you another place where the will of the Lord was done. It was done in the second chapter of the book of St. Luke, verses 8 through 14. Here's the will of God right here. Here's a clear, clear picture of the will of God. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Little shepherds out there taking care of their flock by night. Verse 9. This is the birth of Christ. This is the Christmas story. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. Came upon who? The shepherds. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. Who? The shepherds. Not royalty. Not heads of state. Not kings. Not kings that are sitting upon thrones. Not important people. Not people of power and position. No. The angel of the Lord came to the shepherds. Came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. You know, there are some individuals upon this earth who have seen things that nobody else has ever seen. And those shepherds are a handful of people who have seen something <laughs> that nobody else has seen. And the angel of the Lord said unto them, verse 10, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Verse 11, For unto you born this day in the city of David is a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Verse 13, And suddenly there was with the angel, not only did the angel of the Lord come down and shone round about them, but with the angel of the Lord came a multitude of the heavenly host. But he brought the whole heavenly choir with him. Praising God and saying, verse 14, Here's the will of God. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Right there's a perfect picture of the will of God. St. John chapter 1, verse 13. Which were born, I was born, which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Amen. Matthew chapter 7 verse 21. Jesus made it very clear. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Jesus said every heavenly, every plant, every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted shall be rooted up. James chapter 4 verse 13, speaking about the will of God. James says, go to now, you that say, today or tomorrow, we will go into a such a city, and continue, and there a year, and buy and sell, and get gain. You know not what shall be on the tomorrow. For what is your life? For it is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, and then vanishes away. Verse 15, and he says, for that you ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live to do this or that. Hey man, that's good. If the Lord will, we shall do this or that. In 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, the apostle Peter, speaking about the will of God, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us ward. He's not slack. A lot of things in this life are slack. They don't live up to what they, maybe the products that you buy sometimes are just not up to par. They're not made of any quality. You can get them cheaper, but they don't have any quality to them. They don't last long enough. They're not made good enough to begin with. But the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us war, not willing, not willing, that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So in verse 14, and so when they saw that they could not that they could not persuade Paul from going to Jerusalem, we cease saying, the will of the Lord be done. Amen. So in verse 20, he goes to Jerusalem, and they go over the things that the apostle Paul, and how the Lord has used him in his missionary journeys. And it says in verse 20, when they heard it, they glorified the Lord and said unto him, you see, brother, how many thousands of Jews which are, which believe, and they are zealous of the law. So the Bible says that they rejoiced and they glorified the Lord 
for what the Lord had done. So the Apostle Paul, he leads here in verse 23. He takes with him four brethren who have a vow upon them. He goes in verse 26. He goes into the temple. Then Paul took them in. And the next day, purifying himself with them, entered into the temple. And in verse 27, And when the seven days were almost ended, the Jews, which were of Asia, when they saw him in the temple, stirred up all the people and laid hands on him, crying out, Men of Israel, help! This is the man. Verse 28. This is the man. You know, they went to the temple. Paul did with these four men that he took from Jerusalem. And they were under a vow. And they go there into the temple to worship God. And when the seven days were almost ended, Paul had seven days of peace and quiet. And when the Jews which were of Asia, when they saw him in the temple, stirred up all the people and laid hands on him, crying out, saying, Men of Israel, help, this is the man that teaches all men everywhere against the people and against the law and this place. And furthermore, he has brought, he has polluted this holy place by bringing these Greeks in with him. Two false accusations, two lies. And in verse 30, And all the city was moved, and the people ran together, and they took Paul, and they drew him out of the temple. Well, now you know what? The temple wasn't polluted until they got in there and tried to kill him. If you've got a religion that tells you that you're supposed to kill somebody because you don't agree with them, I think you've got the wrong religion. Any religion that tells you you got to kill me to please your God, I think is a false god and an evil god. They, they polluted the temple by coming in there. And here they are. Here they are in verse 31. And they drew him out of the temple, and forthwith the doors were shut, verse 31. And as they went about to kill him, tidings came unto the chief captain of the band. In other words, the, 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 so uh, the what you might call, what might be equivalent to uh, the police force, chief captain of the band, and all in Jerusalem were in an uproar. So we'll, we'll close there. Once again, they're trying to kill him again. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for your blessings. Lord, bless the reading of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you so much for being here with me today. May the Lord bless you until the next appointed time. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Walking by Faith podcast with Reverend Mark Hawks of Crossroads Ministries. Podcasts air every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Listeners may follow Crossroads Ministries on Facebook for all the latest updates. And if you would like to partner with Crossroads Ministries and Walking by Faith, consider donating through our Anchor or Spotify platforms. If you have a prayer request, you may message us via the Facebook Messenger app and all requests are kept private. Because we walk by faith, not by sight, we hope that this message has touched your hearts and your homes this Sunday.